Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio. So I have a, a problem, and this problem has existed for really as long as I can remember, but it, it, I've gotten clear about what the problem is, maybe starting 17 or 18 years ago. And it's it's that I love the creative process. And, and I care a lot about what happens after the thing, whatever it is, the thing is made. I care about that, but not really, right? Because I'm already wanting to move on to just the act of creating the thing and putting it into the world is where all of my energy goes. Now, it it hurts and it, it is less, it's a less fulfilling process if the thing doesn't find traction in the world, right? Like uh, I, I don't necessarily just want to create and fill a, my own private storage unit with stuff. I want the things that I create out interacting with people. So I care about that. And that's what I've spent the last sort of 10 years trying to get better at. And, and now we've got a great team of people who are really, really good about it. And I care deeply about it. But my real energy is on creating the next thing. I remember this really vividly when I wrote my first white, excuse me, my first white paper. At the time, I was running a financial planning firm with a partner, and we were focused on dentists, working with dentists. And so we went out and did all these interviews and I found the interviews just amazing. Like I loved it. And it it felt a lot like the rest of my work. Like I was trying to uncover a problem, find the problem and then, and then reframe it. Like there's a, there was a big ball of complexity and I was trying to simplify it. That, that was amazing, right? Did it, did all these interviews, worked on, ah, identified themes, right? Bounced around, considered nuances and edge cases, all that stuff, and then popped out the other side to a really simple, clear. And I was so excited. In fact, the the white paper was called Unchained from the Chair because as we interviewed dentists, we kept hearing over and over, I feel chained to the chair, right? If I don't go to work, I don't make any money. I feel chained to the chair. I don't know how long I can do this. And and so it felt really cool to to find something and then sort of name it so excited, wrote the whole white paper. Now, the only purpose of this white paper, really, I mean, I'm sure from my business partner's perspective, the purpose of the white paper was to help grow our business. When, I remember when the box got delivered of the white papers. We had them beautifully designed by one of my favorite designers. We had them saddle stitched. It was really, the layout was perfect. Everything was great. I remember when the box of like the first 500 or 200 or whatever it was arrived, I remember opening the box. I remember the smell of the paper. And then I remember thinking, let's go do this again. Right? And if it weren't for my business partner, that box would have literally sat on the shelf. Now, And I would have been sad about it, but not sad enough to do anything about it because what I wanted to do was to create the next thing. So I think of that as being compelled to create. It's, 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 I mean, I use this term really lightly here. Like it's an addiction. It's a thing that you can't stop doing. And at one point I, I considered getting, I was exploring getting my PhD and, and I, and I, so I went to a fall seminar 
at the business school, you know, in entrepreneurship. And I remember everybody talking about entrepreneurship and, and you know, analyzing all the available options and, and uh, you know, analyzing the competitive landscape and trying to find a place where you have a unique, you know, value proposition and then the margins and then how to raise money. Like, and all of these words, blah, 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 words that were being spoken, I was like, I don't relate at all. What I relate to are the types of businesses where really the business is just a vehicle for forcibly inserting an opinion into the world. And my friend Rob Webker and and others, you know, Todd Zanger, a, a point of view, you know, a hunch, a theory, I think Todd calls it a theory of value. The businesses I'm most excited about, I realize there are amazing businesses like a dry cleaner that you you know it's about margins and competitive landscape and location and all of that stuff. But and those are great, but I'm not interested. You know what I'm interested in? The ones that are clear there is a clear forcible opinion that's being inserted in the world and often those don't work and that's where the scary part comes in. But this idea of you know I, I didn't start drawing sketches of financial concepts on with a sharpie on cardstock because I had analyzed all the available options and considered it you know a viable business and no I did it because I couldn't stop doing it and it just happened to line up through a series of you know I I I did some work to increase my luck surface area by playing in traffic of course but in the end there was a series of fortunate events you can call them luck if you want and I can point to some very specific ones that are just straight up luck. They wouldn't have happened had I not done the work. That's fine. That's fine. I don't need, don't send me emails about how hard I worked or whatever, like making me feel, I feel fine. I, I'm a good friend with luck, totally okay with luck. But through a series of fortunate events and even lucky events, I can point to two or three that made my career. It worked. But it wasn't because there was a grand plan. It wasn't because there was a, you know, 20 pages of analysis, it was because there was a thing I couldn't not do. And I'm sort of convinced that we, I'm saying this carefully, I'm sort of convinced that we all have, excuse me, we all have a thing. And, And often we've spent our whole lives ignoring it. Like I sort of think of it as like, shoving it in a titanium capsule with an airtight lid and jamming it down every time it pops up. You know, you think about doing the thing, whatever it is. And you may not even know, you may not even be able to articulate it. That's often the case with me. It's just a feeling like, I, ah, 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 you know? I remember going to concerts and thinking, ah, you know, like being so inspired. And it wasn't that I wanted to become a concert pianist or... A musician. It was just that I wanted to engage in that process of creating something and putting it in the world. And so, if there, if you ever feel these little inklings, and sometimes we've been ignoring them for fifty years, so they've gotten really weak. The signal's really weak now. But every once in a while, it pops up. It might be on a walk. It might be watching a sunset. It might be a conversation, seeing an inspiring performance. It's it. It just it just creeps up. Next time it creeps up, it doesn't mean you have to quit your job. It doesn't mean you have to do anything dramatic. 
But just next time it creeps up, just, I like to think of it as just dance with it just a, a little bit. Just encourage it. Give it some water, some sunlight. Just say, hey, my friend, I'm sorry for ignoring you. I don't know what you are, but stay around. Come back. I'm open. And it may mean that it just you find an amazing hobby. It may mean you end up doing something heroic and dramatic. It may mean you just raise your hand at the next parent meeting for the soccer team. I, I don't know what it is. Just pay attention, and here's why I care. The world needs your contribution. The thing that you want to do, the world needs it. And you're a vessel for that thing that we all need we're watching, we're waiting. Because when you do your thing, it inspires us to do our thing. And then the world, my friends, the world is more beautiful because of it. So if there's a thing, I call this this whole concept, I'm going to talk more about this over the next year, but this whole concept is dancing with dragons. But just dance with that dragon a little bit. Yes, dragons breathe fire and they can kill you, but they also guard the treasure. And so it, it, it just, no, no big step, no mortgaging the house, no, unless you want to, like no, no quitting your job unless you want to. Just right now, it's just a little dance. There's a thing you're compelled to do. Just dance with a little bit.